Hi everyone, welcome to church. Today we're going to continue on in our Luke study. We're kind of going through chapter by chapter here. And so we're going to be here in Luke chapter 1 again. And we're going to start in verse 26. So if you wouldn't mind opening your Bibles to Luke chapter 1 verse 26. That's where we'll start reading today. Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you, blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and considered what matter of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, also, the Holy One, who is to be born, will be called the Son of God. Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is now the sixth month of her who was called barren. For with God, nothing is, will be impossible." Then Mary said, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Now Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste to the, a city of Judah and entered the house of Zacharias and greeted Elizabeth. And it happened when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary that the babe leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Then she spoke out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. By, but why is this granted to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For indeed, as soon as the voice of your greeting sounded in my ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. Blessed is she who believed, for there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord." And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in the God of my Savior. For he has regarded the lowly state of his maidservant. For behold, henceforth all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud and the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their thrones and exalted the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel remember in remembrance of his mercy as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to his seed forever. And Mary remained with her about three months and returned to her house. Let's pray. God, we thank you for this passage.
So we see this, this faith of Mary being willing to do what God has told her to do. We have the same opportunity when we live our own lives. Most of us don't have angels walking into our room and, and none of us will have the proclamation of, being, of giving birth to a savior uh, because that's already happened. Sorry to break your heart. But we have the privilege of following God's will and his plan. We have the privilege of submitting our lives to his authority. We, we, get, to, we get to walk in faith knowing that God is in control of all things and that he is able to do the miraculous. Sometimes it doesn't make sense. Sometimes it's scary. Sometimes it will cause us our life. But it is always worth it. And we will always be blessed when we follow God's plan. Take that encouragement that Mary was probably more scared than any of us would be in our situation. And yet she trusted the Lord. She trusted what the Lord was saying. And she was, she was definitely blessed because of that. And so we looked at Mary's question and now we want to look at Mary's discipleship. So Mary gets up in verse 36 and she immediately goes into... Uh, the hill country, to a city in Judah, and she goes to the house of Zacharias and Elizabeth, who uh, are some sort of relatives. There are people that think that they're cousins. There are people that think that they are uh, stepsisters. There's, there's all sorts of different things. Either way, we know that Elizabeth and Mary were relatives of some sort. And so she goes to Elizabeth's house. Elizabeth's house. Sorry, that's verse 39. And, <clears throat> and so just real quick side note on this. There's absolutely an important occurrence here with John leaping inside of Elizabeth and proclaiming, and Elizabeth proclaiming blessings on Mary. There's absolutely important stuff. A lot of people use these verses to argue against abortion and that life begins at conception, and they are not wrong, and that these verses definitely and certainly confirm those beliefs that, that life begins at conception. There's something in these verses, though, that can be missed, and that's the reason why. John leapt. The, the, the reason why Elizabeth and John were filled with the Holy Spirit in that moment. The, the Holy Spirit filled John and there was a confirmation and an excitement that happened in response to the Messiah being on the way. A response to God's promise, his, the prophecies of old being fulfilled in that moment. The Holy Spirit even was getting in on this excitement and John being the one that would prepare the way. I think that there's probably a connection there. I think it's safe to say. And so we have this these verses that, yes, we should be using these verses to confirm that life begins at conception. And yes, these verses are good to use um, to argue against having an abortion. But at the same time, when we look at these verses, we have to understand that John and Elizabeth were filled with the Holy Spirit.